Hello friends and welcome to Deep Dive Lounge, the lowest highbrow interview podcast presented to you by Modern Escapism. My name is Oodles and today for our maiden voyage into self-discovery, I will be interviewing the Crown Prince of Indie Podcasting. If you're listening to this, you already know who he is, but this fine gentleman is widely known for his excellent work on the 100 Things We Learned From Film podcast, as well as every other podcast online. So I welcome to the first ever Deep Dive Lounge, Mr. Mark Plant. Hey, it's classy in here, isn't it? Yeah, man. There's leather everywhere. It's like the inside of a Matthew McConaughey car advert. I love it. That's the vibe I'm going for. I'm a bit quieter, we're a bit subdued. I didn't realise you could be this quiet, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm here for it, don't worry. So, for people just tuning in yeah this is part of the modern escapism network but it's a bit more of a as the name suggests a deep dive into people in our scene and who knows maybe special guests along the way i mean mark not that you're not special you are <laughs> my mum says special. i'm special yeah <laughs> you're special to me so every episode i will be interviewing my guests with the same 10 questions eventually these questions will be engraved into your gray matter until the day we all die so sit back, light up that cigar, pour yourself a whiskey, or pop, and enjoy. Whew, are you ready? I'm ready to go, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 what I'm going to do for the guests in future as well, giving them time to prepare. I didn't, I didn't give Planty that much time to prepare this as the maiden voyage, but this is how maiden voyages go. Think of it as the Titanic. <laughs> oh, Jesus, don't think of it as the Titanic. That's awful. <laughs> You're so much better. You're so much better than that. Smell ice, do you? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, question number one: Who are you, and where are you from? Well, everybody knows me as as Planty. Uh, that's pretty much enough. As you've said before, I'm the host of 100 Things We Learned from Film podcast, where myself and my dear friend John try and learn 100 things from every film that we talk about. Uh, but I also host uh, Everything We Learned from The Simpsons, which is a which is a similar type of thing. And what we do there is we try and, uh, myself and, and, and Tom, uh, who is uh, another good Yorkshire lad, we try and come up with as many references or kind of get deep down into what those reference American references are um, in The Simpsons. And a lot of the stuff's like so old, like the shop references, most of the supermarkets and the, the, the stores they're talking about have all shut, long, long shut. Um, but it gives <laughs> us an opportunity to kind of see what we're talking about. Um, as, as far as where I'm literally from, I'm a Nottingham lad by birth, but I lived in loads yeah. and loads of places north of the Midlands. I've lived in Bradford, and, and that, that shaped my tastes, my faith, and really helped me understand kind of social economic issues for the first time more than anything else yeah it's um, very much a uh, a melting pot Bradford isn't it for all cultures it, it's smashing it really is smashing but oh, every, yeah, everybody first. everybody feels worse off than everybody else which is it it, it, it makes it quite a you say melting pot, I would probably say it's a firework ready to go off every 20 years, <laughs> yeah, personally, sadly. Um, I've, I've lived in the northeast, I lived across central Scotland, and I now live and work in Carlisle. Carlisle's great, but it's physically and metaphorically miles and miles from anywhere. Yeah, I always saw Carlisle as the stop-off before Scotland. Mm. Well, we're, we're eight miles south of the border. 
Yeah, and, practically and Scottish. Absolutely. And when Scotland gets its independence, we just have to move eight and a half miles north and we'll be all right. Perfect. Absolutely yeah. perfect. Excellent. Thank you for that. Concise and to the point. Now, this question is going to be a strange one at the moment because of your current situation. But what are you drinking and why? I'm drinking uh, M&S Food Diet Sparkling Florida Orange, which... You know me, Oodles, and a lot of your listeners will, will, will know me. I bloody love a drink. I really I do. do love a drink. Um, but I, I'm sure I'll probably be the only one of your uh, guests that's on a <laughs> bottle of pop. Or fizzy juice, as my Scottish brothers call it. Yeah. yeah. So today's quite a special day for me, actually. It marks 60 days since I gave up drinking. That is fantastic, mate. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And it, it, it's not a permanent thing. It's, um, but... Like you, I grew up super working class, right? Oh, so yeah. I, I grew up truly skint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. I grew up during the miners' strike in a pit village. Yep. We had now, and, and then when things got a little bit better or, or whatever, the families always worked and played hard. So I'm from generations and generations of coal miners. So mm. Drink's been a massive part of my life, and and a massive part of all kind of my family's life, really. Yeah, but. By doing this, I'm not just proving to myself I can do it. I've shed almost two stone in two months. That's it's that liquid weight though, it can get you, mm. can't it? Yeah. And I'm 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 not snoring, I'm sleeping better. Well, I'm snoring because I'm a big fat lad. But I'm sleeping uh-huh. better and do you know what? I'm really happy with myself because I'm getting up on a morning and I and I, I don't have this existential dread weighing on me that just makes me think you know what? What did I, even though I know everything I did last night, there's a good chance that my brain thinks what I did last night was the worst thing I could have done. Yeah, that, no, I, I still live with that every day. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and I, and I don't miss that, and I will be going back to it when when I've got holiday uh, next month. But I, I don't feel like I need to at the minute at all. I I, I genuinely applaud you. I've I've uh, people know me. I've struggled with addiction my whole life, and the booze is one that I don't consider an addiction, but when I come to think of it, when I come to social situations, yeah, it is. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, sixty days is sensational, mate. Your brain must be not foggy at all. <laughs> no, my brain's always foggy. It's, I'm like the Hulk. <laughs> That's the secret. My brain's always foggy. <laughs> I'm always drunk. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. I didn't think we'd get anything out of that, but yeah, he's got some fizzy juice. Love it. Yeah, some fizzy from some fizzy orange pop. My my teeth are rotting as we speak, but <laughs> my, my 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 liver's going yay. Absolutely. Excellent. Let's move on then. Um, if you had a choice between two superpowers, being invisible or flying. Which would you choose? Like pretty much every pervert on the planet, it's invisible. <laughs> Care to elaborate? Oh, yeah. And, and actually, it's nothing untoward, lad. Uh, it's more <laughs> like, Blanc, whose footprints are these? Every day of my life. That's what I want. <laughs> I basically want to live uh, a solid snake every day of my life. I want to nice ship people dream. up. Must have been my imagination. Yes, yes, it must have been. It's not me. I'm not invisible. Honest. <laughs> I love that. I love, that's a great thing. I mean, a lot of people, get, this is one of the biggest um, interview questions ever. Uh, and a lot of people say, I want to fly so I can fly to work on time. Shut up. <laughs> <Do you know laughs> if, if, if you're going to be late for, yeah. for, for any reason, you're still going to be late when you can fly. 
Exactly. And yeah. if you could fly, you wouldn't be working there. No, absolutely. <laughs> you'd be a, you'd be a supervillain. We'd all be supervillains. Of course. That's good. Good answer. Good answer. So he wants to be solid snake, which can't argue. Cannot. I didn't argue think with you that. would, of all people. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what was the last gift you received or gave someone, or both? This is hard because mm. I'm always keen to kind of give stuff away. It, it, one of my, I think, probably my coping mechanisms is that I like if somebody, if I have something and somebody wants it, they mm. can have it. If they need it, they must have yeah. it. In my eyes, they've got to have it, and I'll, I'll, you know, even if it's just a few quid, I'll force them on it. That kind of thing. Um, but I always put into charities. So if someone's fundraising, I love to support my mates. I absolutely love to do that. Yeah. Or if somebody's got now i want to i want to support them even if it's just you know it it, it, it you know enough to buy lunch or whatever i i, yeah. I want to do that and, and i know that's you know this is kind of this might be coming across as a little bit who listen to him but it's, it's just <laughs> it's just the way i was brought up and, and and i'll explain that in a in a later later question answer um but the last thing that i gave anybody um was i sent joe from hallmark of greatness podcast a simpsons funko pop Oh, I did because because I love the big bastard. I mean, don't tell him. No, I think I'm no. keeping it on the QT very well, but uh, I think he's a wonderful <laughs> human being. <laughs> yeah, it's that's such a sensational podcast. If people aren't listening to that, you are missing out. Yeah, really. and, and I and yeah. I guest on it every two weeks, so you know that's, you that's also part of it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> nice bit of nice bit of plug in there. But yeah, and um, that's that's a, that's a lovely gift. People do love a Funko Pop, and there's a lot of people that are haters on the Funko Pop. But look, let people love what they love. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. And I, I've got a few, and and mine yeah, are almost yeah. all completely Simpsons related. Um, mm. But it, it just, yeah. I mean, I, I could I could take or leave them, but it's it's something I knew he'd like. Something I knew he'd want. Yeah. You're a, you're a good man. You're a good man. Mm, possibly. So. Uh, Maybe the hardest question. What inspires you? Inspiration is tough. It Inspiration is, is so That's tough. I put it in right in the middle. <laughs> um, my old man was a really good fella, right? Mm. Um, we we lost him last year. Um, yeah. They're always in the last place you look, though, eh? Like down the back of the sofa, <laughs> oh, wow. or I don't know. My sister's kids have run off with him, or, or he's or he's just dead. One of the two. I don't know. Oh mate. <laughs> um, yeah. Look, jokes jokes aside about my father's death. Um, he he was my hero. He was kind. Yeah. He was supportive. He was funny. He'd give everyone his last tenner, which I, I think's you know why I'm like I am. And and I like to think if I was half as supportive and helpful and kind as he was then that's enough he, he was like George Bailey in It's a Wonderful Life right oh, he was really? he was the most liked man in in town from what I could tell I only ever met one person who claimed he didn't like my dad and he was a bitter man that lived down the street I, I when I left school I went and worked in a Christmas pudding factory <laughs> like some sort of <laughs> fucking Dickensian orphan I was just about to say with Charles Dickens your supervisor <laughs> 
<laughs> and this guy that worked uh, lived on our street. He worked on um, basically wrapping pallets. And I was only there, you know, temporarily between kind of leaving college and going to get a proper job. And he had yeah. been there for twenty years, and uh, he was that kind of man. And he, he he said, "I know, I know who you are. I know who your dad is, and I hate him because he waves at everybody and beeps at everybody the horn when he sees them." That's horrible. Like, you, you, you bitter, bitter man. That guy's probably still working in the Christmas pudding factory at yeah. seventy. You know, so. But you'd think a Christmas pudding factory—that's a place of joy. I know it's not; it's hard work. But you, you you're making Christmas puddings for people. <laughs> people love them. You, you, you go home every day stinking of booze when you've not been drinking. Yeah, a lot it, of branding. It's, it's not a place of joy, I can assure you. No, it's and, probably not. No, thinking a little about bit it. behind the curtain, the Christmas pudding that you and the listeners uh, are eating Christmas Day, you might, you might not be, but that's about mm. two years old. Oh, Those no. were made about two years previously. They have a they shelf, they have a shelf just life on a shelf, years. don't they? Yeah. yeah, that's right, yeah. They have a shelf life of about five years. Oh, it's disgusting. It is. It's not a thing that we do in our house, but if you, the, the, the dear listeners, if... Yeah, just think about it next time you've got Christmas <laughs> pudding. <laughs> wow, wow. So your dad, that's your main inspiration. Oh, 100%, yeah. He's such such a good man. He's left left a hole in so many people's lives. Um, yeah. People people more so than me because I, I, I was always away. Um, and, hmm. and the family that were clo- physically close to him, that were that were localized where he he was, um, he he was with them daily. Like he would make the effort to go and see my sister every day or every two days, all the time, even for nothing. He'd just turn up for just just to say hello, and it was like a twenty minute drive. <laughs> you know, it's just wow. what he did. So the kind of kind of guy he was to see if there was anything they needed help with yeah so yeah he's he was he was he was a great guy and and he, he got a good send off i i love him even though i never met the man <laughs> I, he, he just sounds like my kind of person but baz plan baz plan proper him. proper kind of proper working proper working class man you know oh, my favorite type excellent brilliant brilliant answer to that so let's move on if you could compare yourself with any animal what would it be and why uh, the capybara. Oh, nice. Yeah. Fat, hairy, cute. <laughs> Got it all. Stumpy wee legs. Loves a yeah. cuddle. I'm definitely a capybara. I really am. They're gorgeous little kind of... They're lovely little things. Aren't they? They're like big, oh, yeah. massive guinea pigs. They, they are of the rodent genus, yeah. I believe. But I heard uh, maybe a few years back, there's no license to own them now, so you can just have one. Wow, it would really, really, yeah, I mean, walking that down the street on a lead, yes please. I think in some South American countries they are family pets, and in some others they are dinner, so (laughs) one of those things. But yeah, I I think that, I I get it, I see where you're coming from, that's a great animal, and I didn't think you'd say that. I'm expecting (laughs) some further future guests saying, I'm a lion. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of course. Of course um, they are. No one's going to say the flamingo like I am. No, <laughs> it's not even my favourite animal. You know, I think my, my favourite animal is the platypus, and, and the reason I like the platypus, what a strange is creature. It's, it's just mental, isn't it? It's just, yeah. it's just not right. I mean, it's the only mammal that lays eggs. It's the only mammal that's got a bill, <laughs> and it's got yeah. poisonous, poisonous thumb. Yeah, it's got a barb, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Strange creature. What I, a mix-up that is. <laughs> Yeah, I saw one once in 
Sydney SeaWorld in Australia. Wow. And all these kind of all these kids and all these families and everybody was kind of looking and moving on and, and all running to kind of go and see the seals and the, the the dolphins and all this kind of stuff. And I just stood there for half an hour watching this platypus yeah. like scurrying about and swimming and do it. And I just I was absolutely I don't know. It, it's like it's like nothing else. Except maybe a Psyduck. It's a bit like one of them. <laughs> Direct inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Thank you, mate. So um, we're on to question number seven now. We're going at a nice pace on this. This is excellent. I'm into it. So we finish this interview and you step outside the office and find a lottery ticket that ends up winning £10 million. What would you do? I don't hold a lot of trucking money. Um, I like I like having it. I'm semi comfortable. I work hard, yep. but money's not a massive motivator for me. I mm-hmm. would like to have more, of course. Um, Everyone, but ultimately, it's a house for me. Uh, a nice. I've got a house, but I, w- I want a nicer one. I want a bigger one. If I have that kind yep. of money, um, a house for my sister and her kids. She's got a house, but I want to pay off the mortgage. Absolutely, that's a given. You know, it's it's damp. They need an extension. There's the money hmm. to go and fix that. Go and do that. Um, and this this is going to be the sap, the sappiest thing I've ever said. I sat and wrote when I sat and wrote these these answers or sat and thought about these answers. Yeah, I, I thought about my dad a lot. Yeah, and I thought I'm going to cry in front of Oodles here, and I didn't. Talk about my dad. <laughs> talk about my dad. I was certain <laughs> I was going to cry in front of you, and I did. I, I, I welcome it if you need to. <laughs> and I and I don't think I need to here, but people are just going to go. What kind of loser are you that this is this is where you'd go with it? But mm. I'd go on a big holiday, yeah, and I'd go and see all my new podcast mates, right? Oh wow! Because like podcasting has opened up the world to me. I mean, I'm, I've, I've always been quite gregarious. I've always had plenty of mates. Uh, mm. Probably you have all pushed aside for podcasters now. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> We're better people, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, but pod. pod the, the podcast community, the indie podcast community, has supported me and John overwhelmingly, and Tom as well, overwhelmingly yeah. in 24 months. Like, I can't believe it. And I would want to travel to them, and we'd have a night, I'd have a night out with each of them. So, and I, I, I'd, I'd buy them a night out. That would be my gift to them. So, that's all of you lot for a start. So, I'm going to Newcastle, I'm going to York, I'm going to Leeds. I'm not drinking in Wakey again, Oodles. It's not happening. <laughs> yeah, <right>. you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd pay for a taxi to Leeds for you. Um, I'm going to Bristol and France? Question mark? Northern France. <laughs> <laughs> he actually lives uh, in southern, the very tip of no, southern England. No, he doesn't. We just like no, to, we just like to say France. France. He lives in he France. Lives in we all know that. We all know that. So that's the lot of you. I'm then going to I'm going to Bradford. I'm going to Manchester, London, Glasgow. Our broth. God. Uh, I'm going to Ireland. <laughs> The United yeah. one, uh, so I can see everybody there. And then I'm going over yeah. to the States for a few months. So I'm going to Florida, I'm going to LA, I'm going to all those places to see these wonderful, wonderful human beings. And I, I, and if it doesn't happen, which mm. I'm sure I'm sure it won't, uh, and you're listening to this and you're a podcaster and we've spoken, mm. you've enriched my life in some way. And I, I, can't, I can't thank... I can't thank you. If I'm not just talking to you, who does? I'm talking to all, all, all of the, the, you know, the listeners that absolutely. that podcast. And absolutely, my life is better now because of having you guys in it. And I, I, 100% cheers with the pop to you lot. You know, yeah, <laughs> you, just, you you keep doing what you do because it's brilliant. 
keep being who you are because most of you are brilliant <laughs> and you, you're all brilliant you, you are all brilliant in your own way um, and just keep just just keep keeping on this 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 is perfect that's a perfect answer mate because you're also getting holidays out of it but you're also getting to hug people in real life that you want to hug yeah. every day if you could yeah it's that's, that's that's absolutely lovely and I'm sure there's some people listening to this now with a little tear in their eye or maybe fear who knows <laughs> a tear in their middle eye perhaps <laughs> maybe it's got them all honey uh, yeah no I've met a couple of podcasters and, and I have I have hooked I've hooked both of them and I and and I I love both of them very very they're great men I love both of them very very much and they don't think it they don't think they're great men at all but they they they, ins- they, they inspire me I talk to them every yeah. day both of them I talk to them every single day and they inspire me and I, and I, and I care about them very much that's, that's that's lovely that's lovely excellent so if you had to be shipwrecked on a deserted island but all your human needs such as food and water were taken care of what two items would you want to have with you so don't think about electricity or anything you've got everything you want okay um, I don't need electricity. It was, I, I don't. Um, I, I, I will. I will podcast to myself, and I will podcast to my cat, Colin Robinson. That's who I'm taking. Uh, yes. He was here earlier on. He's pissed off outside. Um, he he's my Wilson <laughs> on this <laughs> island. <laughs> um, I adore his little ginger face. And we, yeah, we, I've, you know, I've, met, I've met him on on video. He's lovely. You have. You have. And I don't have kids, but I've got a little ginger and white. You know, foster cat who we're we're failed fosterers because we couldn't give him back after lockdown. We couldn't give him back. You failed, mate. Yeah, (laughs) he he, he can look after himself because he's he's starting to learn how to rat and and get mice and things like that. So he'll be able to look after himself. So that's fine. Uh, The other one, and yeah, I you'd have seen this one coming if nobody else has. It'll have to be the complete diaries of Alan Bennett. What what else do you need? What else do you need on an island? A tome of riches. <laughs> for for those that don't know, Alan Bennett, of course, is a, a writer, uh, a, a, a writer from from Leeds. Um, mm-hmm. a wonderful writes his diaries, uh, writes stories, writes fantastic stuff. O- Oscar winner as well. Yeah, uh, the madness of King George. Yeah. Yep. So I absolutely love him. Stuff. He's a national treasure, and it would allow me to remember long gone actors that we don't think about anymore. Yes. Yes, you know. and oh, it's uh, such a ma- such a such a treasure. Oh. He, uh, for me, he talks about people that that people have completely forgotten. You know, yeah. I, I, I dare I say, it, I think a lot of people are certainly younger than us, and I know mm. you're a little younger than me anyway. But people younger than us don't think about Spike Milligan, and people younger than us don't really think about Alec Guinness, even though he's Obi Wan. Mm. To a lot of kids, people, he's not like Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah, Oliver Reed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, people that have been gone twenty years longer that we don't really think about. But do you know what? It, it mm. might even convince me to write my own diary about being lost on the island. I like it. I yeah. like the idea. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And when you eventually get saved, uh, two years later, you've got long hair. And you've got a beard, big, big, big old beard, and you you're a good so, big you bushy look, beard. <laughs> yeah, you, you look you look absolutely stunning, a bit like Hercules. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then you've got your, you've got your little coconut diary. I, I think it'd be sensational, read, mate. Yeah. Day seven. Palm fronds are better suited to keeping out the rain than masturbating <laughs> with. They're terribly sharp. 
They never taught that as at school in Leeds. <laughs> Day 372. Bathing under a waterfall yesterday. I got embarrassed when a parrot whistled at me. It's not all as glamorous as Timothée and bounty adverts had one believe in the 80s. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I love him. He's, he's, <laughs> I, I don't, he, he probably should, he probably should have been on my, uh, on my, on my hero shortlist, if I'm honest. And, and an openly gay man since the 60s as well. And that's absolutely, that's beautiful. That's beautiful absolutely. That. He was not scared of the legality no. surrounding his sexuality at the time. Yeah. In, oh, Brilliant answer, mate. Brilliant answer. So we're nearly there now. So you're on death death row, unfortunately. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. That is your final meal. For all the stuff I wrote on my desert island. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. You actually got typhoid on that island, unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, you, went on, you went on a mad rampage with your typhoid, and now you're on death row. So, Day your final meal. 49. What are you having? I've got typhoid. <laughs> <laughs> it's affecting my oh. brain. I'm going to call myself Mary from now on. I'm murdering all the capybaras on the island by passing it on to them. I only want to cuddle. <laughs> Sorry. That's it. Is. Yes, your final meal. Your death row final meal. You're on the green mile. What are you having? Um, the past few weeks, I've been living on these diet, diet shakes, and they're not great, but what I've found out is the vanilla ones, you can pour a filter coffee in, and it makes oh. like a it makes like a vanilla kind of... You know, ice cotton. It, it's like it's not dissimilar. Thing. Very much so. It's not dissimilar to the one that they'll do you in the Tesco cafe. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know yeah, very, very well. Of course you do. Uh, yeah, very <laughs> much, very much like that one. So it's tasty, and I'm having those every morning. They're great. But mm. I, I think what I really, really want is something I've always wanted, but I've refused to pay for. I really want that burger. From YouTube ad, the YouTube video of the bloke mm. that says "damn, damn, damn," you know that guy, right? Ham, ham, ham. I want that guy. Uh, is it a Five Guys? That I think it's a Five, five Guys. guys yeah. Now, yeah. I've never had one because of the deer, but mm-hmm. yeah. if it's crap, I can at least then haunt everyone that's never shut up about them while I've been alive. Yeah, that's that's the plan. Because then, you know, I haven't one, I haven't paid for it, but two, if it's a rubbish last meal, I could have had lobster thermidor. I don't even know what that is. Lobster something. It's uh, not very good. No? Okay, fair enough. Uh, if not that, then a palmo. Because a palmo, a classic palmo. <laughs> it's one of the dirtiest foods, and it's a terrible, terrible eating habit I picked up when I was in the northeast. But just I don't know, it just it beats the hell out of a kebab after a night in spoons. It really does. Yeah, the Palmo is one of those... Like, I don't eat meat anymore, but when I did, (laughs) (laughs) Palmos were having it. I was a lot bigger back then as well, due to excessive (laughs) Palmo ingestion. (laughs) Oh, hot shot Palmo, dickhead. (laughs) As we we would regularly say in Borough Pizzas (laughs) on a Friday night. Hot shot. Oh, my my days, the hot shot. That's that's bringing back memories of severe heartburn. In in Borough, every Italian restaurant will do you a parma. Like oh, yeah. and it's the size of a dinner plate. And that's yes. before you get your chips and your salad. I mean salad, come on. Salad. It's just lettuce. What they do you know what they used to do that they don't do anymore? They used to do creamed cabbage with it. Which was basically oh. cabbage cooked in a bechamel sauce. It is as Ooh. disgusting as it sounds. No, but it I, was I can't I can't. Good like stodge. It. it was proper yeah. northern stodge, mate, is what it was. 
And that's what it's all. If, 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 if you're not satisfied with your food, eat more bread. <laughs> that's, that's what it was when yeah. I was growing up. Exactly right. Exactly right. Eat, eat more bread. Yeah. Excellent. So we're coming on to our last question now. Um, what music would you choose to play every time you walk into your room? So your, your theme music. What is your theme music? It's been done before. Uh, it's a Harrison, mm-hmm. this one. Uh, but it's Why Can't We Be Friends by War. And not just because it's Homer's entrance to the ring music, <laughs> yeah. but because I do honestly think, given half the chance, I would probably be mates with everybody. Oh, yeah. I think I could probably find the good in, I don't know, Stalin, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> or at least try. <laughs> it, it, apparently, he could roll a really mean cigarette, could Stalin. So. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, he could do it with do... one hand. That's one of wow. a little fact for you. That's brilliant. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that John next Wayne. time. John Wayne could do. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. Oh, he was a piece of shit as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, couldn't act. No, I'm really struggling <laughs> to find something positive about John Wayne. He could roll a cigarette with one hand. That's it. Okay. That's and that's that's where it begins and that's where it ends. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. What what a song. Do you know what it actually does? It works with you, yeah. And yeah. I, I'm into that. I'm into that choice massively. It, it also helps, and I'm a big lad. I've got a funny gait, so I could kind of. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing a funny move now for oodles that you can't see, but it's basically I look like I'm wearing one of those massive sumo suits. You know that. Uh, oh, not like, quite, mate. You're so harsh on yourself. No, but that's the move. Is what I'm getting. Oh, at. Yeah, I'm not about yeah. me being that fat, but, although, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, that's the that's the kind of move. It looks like I'm in Takeshi's castle. <laughs> Are you imagining you when, when that theme tune kicks? And you're clicking a lot and pointing. We doing a yeah, lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Remembering one thing about everybody that's in the room. So I can, yeah, it's I can you. say, hey, oh, it's you. you with the hair, and you, you've got an eye. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I love it. That's excellent. And you've completed the deep dive lounge, mate. You've absolutely done it. You're the first person to ever complete it. You should be very proud of yourself. And what? Do you know what you've won? Uh, go on. You get to plug your. Stuff. <laughs> wow! I never get to do this on all of the podcasts I'm on all the time. <laughs> that's, that's 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 your prize. It's a great yeah. prize. Here's your I, time to sell. I I think now people will understand why I go on so many podcasts, and it's not to promote my podcast at all. It's just because no. I have so much fun doing it, and I have so much yeah. fun talking to all my mates and all these and meeting new people and all this kind of stuff. So that's kind of why I do it. But I get to do things like this. I get to promote. 100 things we learn from film, different film every week. Me and John will try and come up with facts. We'll try and give you trivia that you can win a pub quiz with. But we'll also uh, tell you that the gun that's in um, that's in the fifth element at the very, very start that Luke Perry has uh, in 1914 wasn't actually produced until 1930s. <laughs> uh, and that's and that's especially a great episode because we've got Gadget yes. on that. So that's the episode. Uh, we've had Stig on as well. We're going to have you on shortly. Uh, uh, Biggie's Biggie's working his way through his local blockbuster, Le Blockbuster, uh, <laughs> to try and um, to try and find a video that we can cover. Um, uh, French subtitles for him, of course. Uh, Candy, <laughs> Candy will never come on, but we, we'd, we'd have her in a heartbeat. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to get her on our, our own show. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. She is. She's a very busy, very talented human. So, yeah, but that, that's what we do. The Simpsons one. If you like any kind of Simpsons stuff, and you want to hear it. Tom try and make everything about home bargains. <laughs> Or everything so about good. Wigan is, or Leeds, it's always funny. 
I, so good. I, I don't. I specifically don't look into what he's looking into, or I don't want to know his notes because I have such a great time recording with him. And in fact, we're a couple of weeks behind, so we need to get back on. That. Mm-hmm. That's and and that, that's it. And I'm and I'm everywhere else. I'm I'm everywhere else because you are. I just I can't help myself. Excellent. Thank you very much, the listeners, the talented and beautiful Mr. Mark Plant. Thank you very much for being the first person in Deep Dive Lounge. And thank I you very much for being you, mate. I can't wait to hear what everybody else has to say. And I can't wait. And there'll be some of the usual suspects and there'll be different people. And I just can't yes. wait to hear how much better than, than my answers they are. Because they're all great. Everyone that's coming on is going to be super. I'm really excited about it. Mate, you answered it with aplomb. You were sensational. <laughs> thank you very much. And to the listeners, that's been Deep Dive Lounge. Good night. See you there. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>